love and I ain't there, babe Who do you call when you need anything? On them late nights, who be home with you? I'm just thinking, girl, I wanna know the truth Who say I love you when I can say it, babe? Who dim the lights when you laying down in bed, babe? Every old town nigga wanna take it from me When I'm the reason why she... Yeah, yeah, me. episode two, Lunchroom Chatter Podcast I'm your host, John A. Shelton. Um, that right there was Jaden with Who Do You Love? That is Jaden, J-Y-D-N. And we have an action-packed show today. We are talking about Aisha Curry and how what she said has caused a debate online between men and women as to who's right. We are also talking about Georgia's new abortion law and how soon you will no longer be able to have an abortion if the child is six weeks old. We also have sad news. There was a three-year-old toddler burned to death up north in a custody battle. We are also talking about sundress season. It is here. Somebody's man is going to get fucked. Somebody's lady is going to get laid down. The asses will be out. The dicks will be hard. We have an action-packed show today, man. Stay tuned. Take it away, Jaden. Aisha Curry. Over the past week, statements said by Aisha Curry on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith has caused a debate online in regards to who is correct. Is Aisha Curry correct in how she feels? Or do men simply not understand what it's like to be a woman because we don't go through some of the same things that women do? To me, everything is correct. Um, I feel like Aisha Curry... I mean, I understand how she feels. Well, up until a certain extent as to why she would like attention from other males. Not saying that Aisha Curry wants to fuck these guys, but sometimes, well, based on what she said, it can be flattering and it can make you feel good about yourself to know that you still have the beauty to attract other males. Now, like I said, like, I don't feel she said it as, yeah, I want attention from these guys because I want, I want them to fuck me. It just feels good. But um, that's where I feel like it can get tricky in a way. Well, first of all, I don't believe her. There's no way, because I mean, Aisha Curry, she's beautiful. I don't believe for one second that she has gone 10 years without zero male attention. That shit is a lie. I feel like she was just on the show. It was a panel of women and she tried to make a great point. And I mean, the point is great because if you look on social media, a lot of females are in relationships. They're married and they post pictures of their ass on a sink. 
they lay on their back and push their boobs up in their bra, making their tits look perky. So all the guys can comment hearts and dumb shit. Now, like I said before, women, they don't have to do that saying that they want to fuck the guy. But the attention feels good. And that is where I feel like Aisha Curry is. But like I said, I don't believe her. 10 years, no attention. Stop it. Stop it. Shit, it's just, it's not true. And if I posted something on, well, first of all, let me, get, let me, let me rewind. Um, Some of y'all probably may not have heard what she said. So let me just play a, a little snippet of what she said. If you want to, you can watch the whole segment of Red Table Talk on Facebook with Jada Pinkin Smith. And you can watch the whole interview. She got really in depth, especially in regards to, um, the woman that throw themselves at Steph Curry, which I know for a fact can be, you know, it can make you feel down about yourself. It can make you, you know, not feel as wanted when you see the attention that he gets, but he's a basketball player. This is not me defending, but, and I hate this term, but if you're a basketball wife, it sucks because woman groupies, they're always going to throw themselves at your man. And that just comes with the territory. And like I said, it sucks, but that's just the reality of the situation. Your man is on the road 41 games a year. As a wife, sometimes you're there with him. Sometimes you're not because you might have a job at home. You might have a business. You have kids. So you can't travel on the road with your man every single time. In groupies, they notice. They know that if Stephen Curry is in New York City, there's a big chance you might not be there because you have three kids. So these women, these groupies, they go out their way to get to your man. It is up to you to trust your man, to have faith in your man, and to feel secure enough to where you think Steph Curry, he's respecting you. He knows he's your husband. He knows you're his wife. So nothing should happen. But I mean, in reality, um, I mean, a lot of men do cheat, especially basketball players, because, you know, after a long game, 48 minutes, you want some pussy. You want to relieve some stress. Aisha might not be there. But I'm, look, I'm joking with that before some of y'all. Well, why the fuck are you defending Steph Curry? Why are you saying he should cheat? Look, bitch, nobody said that. But um, let me play a quick snippet of what she said and we can get back into it. Hold up. Let me find the snippet I had pulled up. Here we go. Others me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that like i have zero this sounds weird but like male attention and so then you like i begin to internalize it and i'm like is something wrong with you're me not, like you're not, you're not looking what you're not like looking. you're not even okay. but i'm gonna tell you something else too when your radar is turned off because i dealt with that for years too. but look um as soon as aisha curry said that stephen curry's mother who was sitting right next to aisha said it's there you're just not looking and that is a fact there's no way you are a beautiful 
woman, a gorgeous woman, in 2019 and you have gone 10 years with no male attention. This shit is not true. You know, I love my big woman. I love the plus size girls. I have seen plus size women, 400 pounds, get chased down the street by guys that's fit, guys you may call attractive because the woman has a pussy. If you have a pussy, you will always get attention. And um, y- y'all can say I'm lying. Y'all can say, oh, you're a man. You're not going to understand how we feel. And that is true. But I do I do know that come summertime, every fucking female going to get attention. Every girl, every woman is going to get attention. That is a fact. You wear less clothes. You might got your legs out, your thighs out. The hips is showing with more. Oh, it's just looking good. You gonna get attention. That is a fact. But um, I don't want to waste too much time on Aisha Curry. She said what she said. It is what it is, man. But um, look, us as men and women, we have to stop fighting on social media. Social media is not a place for educated, thoughtful thoughts. Social media is entertainment. The same reason why... Most of y'all, y'all don't post y'all real lives online. Y'all post the lives y'all wish y'all had, which is a figment of y'all imagination. Or it can be a reality, but y'all post it now as if it is. I know so many people that, that are depressed, that look down on their lives. But if you go to their page, everything is great. You take vacations every week, every week. Your man is amazing. Your guy, your man climbs the mountains for you. He does everything you need. But when I see you in public, you're complaining about him. He doesn't do enough. You feel lonely. So why don't you post that online? So everybody can relate. And that is where... Like, I'm kind of proud of Aisha, to be honest, because what she said is how a lot of women feel. But y'all don't say it. Women always want to give off this. Well, I don't give a fuck kind of persona. Oh, he cheated. I'm moving on. It's not always like that. A lot of women are hurt by simple things, but we don't y'all don't admit it. And I feel like with Aisha Curry saying that. I see a lot of women bashing her. But like I said, a lot of these women, they love attention. Some are married. They post pictures half naked with captions that don't match the fucking post. Clearly, you just want us to see your ass. You want us to see your titties. That is okay. But stop posting pictures. I've seen a girl post a picture one time. She posts her ass and she's like, she has some shit like when the moon lines up with the stars, you know, it's real. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck they got to do with your ass? The shit makes no sense. Why am I staring at an ass pic with a caption? When the moon lines up with the stars, you know, it's real. Look, bitch, sit the fuck down. Just say, look at my ass and that's it. Let's get on from this shit. I'm tired of talking about Aisha Curry, man. Man, shout out to Aisha. Shout out to Steph Curry. Next, we are talking about Georgia's new abortion law and how you may soon no longer be able to have an abortion 
if you are six weeks pregnant, which I think is crazy. A bunch of men in the office telling women how to handle their bodies. That shit is fucking retarded. It's like not everybody has an abortion because of, you know, because of like whatever, whatever you want to call dumb reasons. Sometimes like women, they rely on an um, abortion because they simply can't handle the pressure. It might be financial situations. They might have got raped. So I feel like the shit is fucking retarded for you to tell women, you know, if you're six weeks pregnant, you can't get an abortion. A lot of women don't know they're pregnant until after six weeks. So you telling me if I am not prepared, if I am ill-equipped to raise a child, I still got to have it. Now, I understand that there's adoption. So I'm, I'm sure some people, they'll make that argument. Well, you could just put the child up for adoption, but that's a process, man. It's too much. That's a lot to deal with. I feel like an adoption is going to have a greater impact on somebody than an abortion. Because having a child and putting a child up for adoption. It's like, you know, it could be 40 years down the line. There's a child out there that is yours that you gave up. But with an abortion. Now, I've gone through. A female having an abortion. I wanted the child. She didn't want it. I still supported her. And. You know we're not together right now. But eventually she moved on. And she has two kids now. And she seems to be doing great. But I feel like. Had we had that child. And put the child up for an adoption. Like the pain would be. Ten times worse. Because we know. The child is no longer ours, but there's a child out there somewhere. We don't know where, but there's a child out there that we created that we are no longer part of that child's life. So next we're going to get into the abortion law. Let's take a quick break and oh man, let's do it, man. So next, I want to um, discuss Georgia's abortion law. They signed the new abortion law that criminalizes abortion after six weeks. Let me pull up so I can read the actual facts. <clears throat> it says um, on Monday, Georgia Republican Governor Brian Kemp signed HB 481, the most extreme abortion ban in the country. In addition to criminalizing abortion after six weeks, the law threatens to imprison women who terminate their pregnancies. It also grants full legal personhood to fetuses, ensuring that anyone who terminates a pregnancy after six weeks, including a pregnant woman herself, may be liable for murder. Women who miscarry may be investigated and charged if prosecutors believe they are responsible for the death of of an unborn child that shit is ridiculous that shit makes no sense at all 
How can you have grown men sit around and tell women what to do with their bodies? Now, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for child murder since a lot of y'all like flipping shit. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, yes, some decisions may be difficult to understand, but that is the woman's choice. Us as men, we cannot tell women what to do. There are many circumstances as to as to why a woman gets an abortion. Every woman does not get an abortion because her desire is to kill a child. That is not true. I've known females that were raped and they got an abortion because having the child, you know, it kind of would open up greater wounds and would like just, oh, I'm trying to see how to put it because I'm just like this topic right here hits it. It hits very close to home because um, I've gone through an abortion before. When I was 20 years old, my girlfriend, um, she was pregnant. Um, I wanted the child, but she didn't want it because of her family. And she was scared as to what people might say because her culture was different. And even though. I wanted the child. I still supported her because it is her body. Like I can want the child as a man, but it is her carrying the child for nine months. It is, it is um that pregnancy taking a toll on her body. And even though it takes two people to have a baby, like it's like as a man, I understand that like a lot of it falls back on the woman. Because as like as a man, I can go out today and get three females pregnant, and I'm, I'm not going to have to deal with like everything that comes with the pregnancy. The female does, and that's why I feel like I like I just don't see how you can have grown men sit around in a room and pass a law like just without thinking about what it does to women. Let me read this shit over again because this shit is unbelievable. Where's the part? It says, um, women who miscarry may be investigated and charged if prosecutors believe they are responsible for the death of an unborn child. Imagine how many women are going to get imprisoned due to that, that line right there. Even if the miscarriage just happens in general. Women miscarry. So now every miscarriage you telling me is going to be looked at as maybe she killed her baby. I think we need some kind of more like more of like a backstory on this more details as to. I'm trying to see is this law active now? Because um, I want to see how this law affects black women as opposed to white women. Because we know the justice system. When it comes to black people, minorities, we get looked at more, just in more detail. So I want to see, at the end of the day, how this law ends up affecting black women. Is every miscarriage going to get looked at as maybe she killed her child? Because I would hate for women to go to jail for simple miscarriages and 
it just kind of forces the baby on the woman because when a lot of women are pregnant a lot of like a lot of the time they don't know until after six weeks so like you don't have a choice anymore it's like when a woman gets pregnant they don't know like as soon as it happens that they're pregnant it might take a month two months and like your body starts changing and you're like yo what the fuck am i pregnant but by then it might be too late and now the baby might be forced on you even even if you're not ready if you're not like financially capable of dealing with a child so before I go more in depth on this in general, maybe in like a future episode, I'm going to need more backstory on this law so I can see, you know, I guess in more detail what it is and how it pertains to women in general, because based on what they released from like the simple, I guess, like the intro statements, it just looked real fucked up, so. Maybe on future episodes, um, I'll touch on this, but God bless y'all woman, man. I really hope this law does not come back to, to bite y'all in the ass. Shit is fucked up. I support y'all. Even though abortion may not be accepted by many people, for me, it's hard to, um, it's hard for me to put myself in a woman's shoes because, as I said, women have to go through the nine months of the pregnancy, how it affects them being able to work, how it affects them being able to move around. So I can never like put myself in the mind frame to control a woman and tell a woman what to do, even if I'm against it. So, woman, I support y'all. I stand by y'all. And whew, I hope this law does not affect y'all in a negative way. Because I would hate to see women or women, especially my black woman, God forbid, have to do jail time or just be subjected to fucking stupidity by men who sit around in a room and tell women what to do with their fucking bodies. Ladies, sundress season is fast approaching. Depending on where you live, it may be here. How will you survive? How will you make it through the thirst? But first, a word from our sponsor. So sundress season is here. In some parts, it may be arriving soon. But we know sundress season is one of the most amazing, scariest, Whatever you want to call it, times of the year. Because as a man, when you go outside, you see all the ass you want. You see juicy asses bouncing left and right. You may be with your girl, but you can't look. So you might got to bend down and tie your shoe to get a glimpse of the ass. And I know for females, it's scary because if you're a female and you go outside by yourself, and you come across a group of men, for example, if you live in Atlanta and you go in a gas station and you got on a sundress and like, you know, in the summertime outside the gas stations, it's nothing but men. 
you might see nine to 10, sometimes 15 men outside the gas station. And if you're a female and you go inside that gas station, you're going to get hounded 24 seven. From the time you get out your car to the time you check out at the fucking cashier, you're going to have a man right behind you trying to tell you why he is the best guy you ever met trying to tell you why if you give him a chance your life will be great that motherfucker is lying we all know that the guy wanna fuck any guy who comes up to you when you got on the sundress and the ass is bouncing he does not want a relationship with you he want a relationship with that pussy. So if you have on a sundress in the summertime and you get stopped by a man, do not stop. The guy does not want. He does not want to marry you. He want to marry the pussy. His dick is the ring and your pussy is the finger. He don't he don't care about you. And I know some of y'all might might think I'm being harsh, but I'm not. Sundress season is scary. That is the time where a lot of men, they get women pregnant. That is the time where a lot of women, they get pregnant because men run game. And we know how to run game. We know how to trick you. We know how to pull you in. We know how to BS the panties off your thighs. We know how to talk bullshit. Right in between your eyes. And you won't know. Because as a man. Sundress season. You are groomed from birth. We know. Especially in 2019. A lot of women. They desire to be in love. They want to have a man. That's going to be there for them. That's going to care for them. That's going to cherish them forever. We know this as men. Women love attention. Like I, um, Aisha Curry said, sometimes it's nice. And when sundress season comes, that's when so much attention comes a woman's way. So ladies, do not fall for the bullshit. Ladies, if you got a man and you know your man make a mistake this season, you know sundress season. Don't hate him. Don't kill him. Do not break up with your man. Everybody makes mistakes. So, um, ladies, this sundress season, if your man fuck up, if your man just so how happened to fuck somebody else, um, just know he's not perfect. And I'm going to end this podcast off right here with a song by my guy Imani. It's called I'm Not Perfect. So, ladies, if your man fuck up this sundress season, just know. Your man is not perfect. He makes mistakes. He might have fucked somebody else, but tonight he's fucking you. So, Imani, take it away. This is Imani. But I'm not perfect. Never been real with love I've 
been giving my all, but it's not enough. Should have left while I was ahead. Now all I have is you with a broken heart. Me feeling all turned up hard. I That is Imani with I'm Not Perfect. Check him out on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you get your music right now, man. Follow him on Instagram at the only E major. That is Imani with I'm Not Perfect. Episode two. Thank you all for listening. Episode three next week. <laughs>